welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Fort Worth Music Academy podcast. And today, I want to talk about the seven lies we tell ourselves when we are starting to learn how to play guitar, or really any musical instrument, or really anything. And the reason why this is so fresh in my mind is because I recently started drawing again, like making a practiced habit of it. Um, so every day for 30 to 60 minutes, usually 30 minutes if I'm being honest, but pretty consistently I'm drawing every day. I really like comic books um, and I, I read and <laughs> buy a lot of comic books. And uh, I realized that I am saying to myself all the same things that beginner adult guitar students say to themselves when they first come to us um, to at, at Fort Worth Music Academy to learn how to play. And over the last 12, 13 years, however many years it's been that I've been teaching, I've been, I just celebrated my 22nd anniversary of uh, playing the guitar, and I've been teaching for um, 13, about 13 years, I think. And over that period of time, um, I, I found the reason why I'm talking about um, adult guitarists is because I don't work with anybody uh, of any other kind of instrument. Now, with kids, um, we will work with different instruments. We'll work with piano and uh, voice, and, and we'll actually work with adults on those things. But me personally, guitar is what I know the most. And then with kids, um, drums, piano, but they have a very different set of challenges than adults do. All right, so I'm rambling. Let's dive right in and start with um, lie number one. And uh, the the first lie we tell ourselves is that, hey, maybe I am just not talented. Maybe I don't have a natural gift for this. And uh, fortunately, that's not something I tell myself with uh, drawing or something I tell myself, I have told myself with guitar because I just, I never really believed in natural talent or I guess I just enjoyed these things enough that I didn't really care if I was naturally talented. Um, the reality is pretty much nobody is naturally talented uh, at any of these things. They become naturally they become naturals at the thing the skill they develop over time so like for for instance with drawing which was my first love I just liked it and so I did it a lot and I started to get good at it so I guess I believed I was naturally talented at it but the reality is I wasn't uh same thing with guitar I started playing and uh people will tell me they'll be like wow Eric you you're, you play like a natural. And I'm like, well, yeah, it does come naturally to me. But that came after years of suffering and toil and, uh, and not being very good. And I've seen it over and over again in students. They, um, they, the ones who stick with it consistently over many years. I've got students I've been working with. for. I saw um, two students today, one who I've has been a student with our school for over four years, and another who I've been working with personally for four and a half years, and they're both pretty good at guitar. They 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 are naturally skilled at it now, which you could not say four years ago for them. They were just as bad as everybody else when they started. So stick with it. All right, line number two is I don't have the right gear. <laughs> now. 
I know how important it is to uh, to just practice regardless of the gear you have because I will sometimes play on $100 guitars and sometimes I'll practice on $2,000 guitars and I'm able to accomplish the same things. Now, do I enjoy playing the expensive gear more? Absolutely. Does it sound better? My goodness. Does it feel better? 100%. But... I can still accomplish what needs to be done on cheapo guitars. So I was drawing the other day, and I realized I, I was running into a limitation with my pencil, or at least so I thought. And I was like, man, maybe I need pro pencil. If I just had the pencils and the pens and the inks that the pros use, rather than just this, this uh, um, mechanical pencil with standard lead, I'd be able to draw like them. And I caught myself telling that lie. And I thought, oh my goodness, Eric, you know what you need, and that is practice. Yes, can those nice tools help me? Yes, but the reality is I just need to sit down and do it and um, not not worry about the gear. I'm mo Most people are worry about the gear they have way before they need to, okay? It's like when you're getting ready to record a an expensive album and you're paying a lot of money for the sound engineer and the, the mixing and the mastering. Okay, we should pay attention to how that mix is going to sound. But when you're starting out learning how to play, it really doesn't matter so long as the action is not too high, which means the height of the strings on the guitar and you can get a good sound. On piano, it's important that the keys are weighted, that you have a full-size keyboard. There, It's 88 keys. So there are little things like that. Um, but beyond that, I mean, you can find that in really inexpensive gear. Okay. So line number three, I'm doing everything right, but I'm not getting results. Meaning you think you're practicing correctly. You think you're working on the right things, but the reality is most of the time I catch students not practicing correctly. And here's how I know they will say, I practiced a lot this week. And, uh, and I'll say, great, show me how you are practicing and I will just observe them. Uh, and that was a great tip that came to me from a former uh, mentor of, of mine who said, make the students practice in front of you and see how they're practicing so you can <laughs> see just how inefficient their practicing is. Most of the time, students are practicing, number one, too fast. Um, and number two, they are not doing enough repetitions. Okay. So you actually probably are not practicing correctly. So be sure and have an expert, um, whether it's me or someone on my team or somebody else you find on the internet or somebody from a music school or a friend who plays really well, have them watch you and see if you are actually doing it right. Because there's a good chance. If you're not getting results, there's a good chance that you're not practicing, um, correctly. However, this leads into line number four, which is, I should be better than I am right now. A lot of times we get ahead of ourselves and we overestimate what we can achieve in a short amount of time. I have watched myself sometimes for months not feel like I'm making progress. And in fact, if I'm being honest, uh, I'm at a point in my playing where progress and results are minimal at best. Um, and now it's just more about enjoying the process for me and working on my creativity. How creative can I get with my playing? From a technique perspective, yes, there's more work to be done, 
but the amount of work it takes to achieve so little results at this point um, means I should not be expecting to see big changes in my playing very often. It's going to be little changes over many years. Now, in the first couple of years, you're going to be seeing big changes right away if you're practicing enough and you're practicing correctly. But make sure you don't go into it with the attitude of, how long is this going to take? Or, um, you know, when am I going to be done having to practice? You have to enjoy the process or you will fail. You will fail with that mindset. I've seen it over and over again. The students who ask, how long is this going to take? Um, they, they, they're so focused on the end goal that they're not able to enjoy the process and they get frustrated because they're not there yet. And I've seen that with, um, myself in, in my business, you know, uh, like I expect, I think my business should be further along than it is. I think we should have more students than we are. I think my music career should be for, I should have more fans. There should be more people listening to my music, uh, by this point. And the reality is you have to enjoy the process. If I'm not enjoying the process of what I'm doing day in and day out, I'm, I'm never going to get anywhere. Don't be so focused on your end goal that you don't enjoy what you're doing right now. Okay. So Line number five is, I'm practicing enough. <laughs> I, I made this mistake uh, several years ago where I was only practicing about 30 to 60 minutes a day. And listen, when you've been playing guitar for 20 years, 30 to 60 minutes a day isn't going to get you very far. Um, my guitar teacher said, look, if you can do like three hours of practice a day, you're going to notice the biggest difference. An hour a day is just really to maintain what with the level that you're already at uh so uh, you know yeah i mean there, there's a certain aspect of it you don't ever lose you know it's like riding a bike but your skills do those of you who have practiced for day in and day out for years and then stopped for a couple months you know it it takes it takes a little time to kind of get that back but it's kind of like weightlifting um, if you get out of shape and your muscles get weak again, that muscle memory is still there and it comes back faster, way faster than it did the first time that you initially did it. Um, but, but you do get out of shape. So an hour of practice a day for me at this point is really just to stay in shape. Um, it's really in that second and third hour that I start experiencing results. So I realized I just wasn't practicing enough for what it was I wanted to achieve. I wanted to be able to pick really fast. And I didn't start seeing results until I started just doing it like two to three hours a day. So again, fortunately for most people, um, th their goals are not to um, reach really insane levels of speed. But, you know, if you're practicing five, 10 minutes a day, and even if you're doing it effectively, well, do 30 minutes a day, do 45 minutes a day. If you can do an hour a day, I would say for most people, an hour a day is the absolute most that that you need. It, it depends on what your goals are. But if you hit it for an hour a day, tons of repetition, and you make sure you're practicing correctly, you, I think you're going to be pleased with the results. Um, okay, line number six is I need more stuff to practice. I need more exercises. I need more books. I need more videos. Oh, my goodness. Really? The reality is we need to just focus on the fundamentals. Um, what do they say in, uh, in like Taekwondo? Or the famous salesman Chet Holmes said something that they used to do in uh, karate or, or jujitsu or whatever it was he, he studied, that it's not about doing um, 14,000 things 20 times. It's about doing 
20 things 14,000 times, something like that, right? So make sure you're practicing good rhythm. Make sure you are practicing uh, single note lines. Make sure you're practicing finger picking. Make sure you're practicing creativity and songwriting. If that, if you want to be a songwriter, make sure you're practicing songwriting, uh, even when you don't feel inspired. Um, make sure that you're you're working on various different techniques that you want to master. Make sure you're learning songs by other people. That is always good for me, keeping me inspired and and on the right path. Um, but but really. You don't need, look, if you're getting bored, then yeah, find something fresh. Find something that inspires you and makes you want to practice. Uh, but a lot of times for me, I don't, I don't even want to practice when I start playing. I just do it. I, it's just part of my schedule, okay? It's, it's not a hobby for me at this point. It's just part of my life. It's just something I do. It's like exercise. Exercise is not really a hobby. It's just something I have to do. Um, I don't really have a choice. I don't know. It's 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 a compulsion, really, and so. But on the days that I don't feel like practicing, I just do it, and um, within about ten to fifteen minutes, I usually start to feel it. Once in a blue moon, I'll get done with an hour of practice and just be like, "It's not in me today," and I'll put it down and I'll walk away. But most of the time, once I get 10, 15 minutes in, then I'm like excited and then I'm inspired, and I don't need a lot of brand new stuff to practice. I just need to make sure I'm working on the fundamentals. I try to do an hour of technique work a day, half an hour to 60 minutes of improvisation work, and then half an hour to 90 minutes of songwriting or creativity or some kind of content creation. Uh, okay, cool. And then last one, line number seven. I don't have time to practice. Nothing makes me matter than when somebody says they don't have time to practice. Okay, so... Here's here's the deal. I started going to bed probably about six months ago. I started going to bed uh, between like 8 and 9 p.m. And I got to tell you, it's awesome. It kind of stinks because if, if there's ever an event, something going on, I, I get I get pretty tired, um, <laughs> you know, and it's hard to stay up. But the benefit is I wake up between 4.30 and 5.30 a.m. most mornings and, um, but, and my mind is fresh, right? So I don't usually stay up late watching TV or playing video games. Usually on Saturday I do that. But the other days of the week I go to bed early, I wake up early, and before my family is even awake, I've usually done 60 to 90 minutes of guitar practice. Um, and, and there's no reason why anybody else can't do that as well. So thank you guys for joining me today. I've rambled on a little bit, but uh, in my opinion, those are the seven lies we tell ourselves as beginners. Many of those I've been telling myself as I've started drawing again. And uh, so I can relate on a firsthand basis with, uh, with what a lot of you guys are going through. I hope you guys have a great day. Stick around for more. Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, FortWorthMusicAcademy.com UnlimitedGuitar.com if you're looking for some courses to help you in your playing. Email me, Eric at FortWorthMusicAcademy.com